What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Process Podcast. I'm Charlie, and we are joined by not only one Veronica boy this week, but two Veronica boys. Joined by my best friend and co-host Nick Veronica and his brother, Josh Veronica. Veronica's, how we doing? Hey, we're doing well. Thank you for having us. Uh, you know, you've heard before from Dr. Matt before. This is not Dr. Matt. This is uh, non-Dr. Josh, who's here to talk with non-Dr. Nick. That comes up more than you would think. Uh, Josh, uh, thank you for coming on. We were talking today about relocation across sports. No, for once, Charlie, for once, finally, we are not talking about about the Bills relocating. We're just talking about it in general. We're having some fun. There's been some tweets, some, some articles out there about owners who could move teams, about cities trying to form commissions to build stadiums to get teams. Uh, we're just going to kind of throw out our wish list teams we would like to see relocate cities we would like to see involved in leagues and yes of course we will hit on could buffalo have a team in any uh, league that is out there so josh uh you can introduce yourself here as uh, as you like um i don't know how much experience you want to want to share or withhold from the audience here but uh, we're happy to have you Hey, thanks for having me. It's cool to be a part of it. It's, I think, the last three years on my Spotify wrapped. The Process Podcast has been my number one most listened to. So happy Let's to finally go. be uh, yeah. on this end of it. But uh, I work in economic development here in Buffalo. So passionate about uh, this topic and attracting um, organizations or attractions to the region. Uh, but even more passionate of a Buffalo sports fan, sports fan in general. So excited to be a part of the discussion. All right. So listen, if Charlie or I say anything totally dumb that you know from your experience is just like, that's not a good point, just hop right in. Just say, guys, no way. Just say, Charlie, what the hell, man? That's not true. Uh, <laughs> you could yeah. also say, Nick, what the hell, man? That's not true. <laughs> uh, all right. So before we get there, uh, quick note on why we are not talking about the Bills in relocation. Uh, first of all, is because they're owned by the Pagulas and there's not really any threat on their end to move the team. Second of all is because they just last week finally, formally, officially agreed on a new 30-year lease to keep the team in Western New York at their new facility in Orchard Park. And that lease contained a non-relocation agreement. Uh, and I read through that 28-page document. I wrote an article about it recently. It's on WIVB.com if you want to check it out. You can go to my Twitter, click on my link in my profile. That takes you right to my article page. Uh, my takeaways from this are uh, there's basically two two factors in the non-relocation that aim to keep the team in Buffalo. And the first one is legal hurdles. Second one is just straight up financial penalty. I was surprised and uh, pleasantly surprised, I guess, impressed, you might say, how strict some of these legal hurdles are. The bills specifically agreed they shall not take a whole host of you know five, six different actions, including seek to relocate the team, sell to someone they know is interested in moving the team. You know, act, you know, it keeps going. Um, there's clauses in there that prevents, you know, bankruptcy will not get you out of this agreement. This will, you know, you can't do this. You can't. Uh, so basically, if any owner, uh, the way they word it, causes the team to play at any location other than the Orchard Park Stadium, more than once a year, which means like the international game, something like that. Uh, you basically you're you're in breach of this contract, and 
the county or the state can get a judge to to make you stop and basically make you under the contract. And it's right in there that you know they agree. The bills already agreed that the only real remedy because that they offer such a unique element in this contract being an nfl team is that they honor the contract and they also agree that it has to be a local judge a western new york judge has to hear the case and the bill judge that could do that for us (laughs) uh yeah he's he's i know uh yeah the bills also agree to to waive any claim that uh using a western new york judge is improper so the bills can get a judge to, to basically make you comply um, from talking to people about it. That means the, they could freeze your accounts. They could hold you in contempt of court. Uh, this, this seems pretty solid. But should some owner get around that? And if you're thinking in your head, how would some owner, you know, if he really wanted to move the team, they really wanted to move the team, they might not care. They might do some, you know, backroom deal, something in the shadows. Um, and that's what the financial penalty is for. So if you somehow got through phase one, uh, then it's just just straight up cash money. You owe the governments basically a, a refund for all the public funds that were given to you as part of this deal. Uh, and that's, you know, it's it goes up a little bit every year. And then at the after 14 years, it starts to decrease a little bit all the way down to zero at the end. Uh, and at its height, it is the penalty is over a billion dollars, and that is due 30 days from whenever they determine that you have defaulted on this lease. So, an owner who buys the team has to have several billion dollars just to buy it. If they wanted to relocate it, they need they need a, roughly a billion dollars to pay back the local governments. And then they, they need whatever money they think they're getting to build a new stadium in whatever city that they're moving to. Um, a lot of money. Again, it is. And, you know, for, for the, the ultra wealthy, you know, if you are Jeff Bezos, if you are a multi-owner group, if, I don't know, 25 years from now, inflation is crazy and a billion dollars doesn't mean what it used to. I don't know what, what the world's going to look like. Um, you, you, you owe that penalty. And if we got to that point, it would be a long, drawn-out legal process. There would be a lot of media coverage. This guy would make enemies of millions of people. It would be ugly. And I am still of the belief, if Buffalo lost their NFL team, this is a great market, great fan base, sellouts, passionate fans. You You can go to bigger markets. You can't replicate passion and brand loyalty. That's what we have here. Um, So anyway, I think Buffalo set up well for this. Is any team in any city like totally immune from some rich person getting in their mind that they want to do this? No, no, no city, no, no team is totally immune from that. So could it happen? Could this become a threat? Sure. I don't think it's a threat right now under Pagula ownership. Should they sell the team? Of course, you'd be worried about it a little bit. Um, But I mean, it's going to be the 2040s before you really start to worry about this. Um, And if you just really want to like, put anxiety in your mind for 15, 20 years from now. I mean, be my guest, but there, there is a thing, you know, in the contract that says after year 25, they, you may, the bills may start negotiating with other cities so long as any relocation wouldn't come into effect until after year 30 of the deal, which would be 2055. Dead, dead serious question real quick. With you saying that 
Do you really think the NFL is going to be around in 25, 30 years? <laughs> like serious question. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, you know, there's, if you, if you really had to like take the, the way long-term futures in a league, like, yeah, there's probably still more kind of concussion stuff out there to deal with, but uh, football is by far number one in America right now. And it would, even if it only plateaued or it lost, you know, some, it would still be really well positioned. So uh, the world, the future is going to be crazier than we can imagine, wackier than we can imagine. Uh, I'm not going to tell you it's going to look the same as it is, but the NFL is extremely well positioned. So even if, I, I don't think it's going away, it's, you know, it's kind of too big to fail in some right. ways there would, you know, we, we saw during the pandemic, what did we had to make sure we got people, their football and their draft and their, you know, sense of normalcy because this is uh, what people align themselves behind and where they gain a lot of their sense of value sometimes. So, well, just look at today. I mean, you had Dan Snyder, uh, who bought the at the time the Washington Redskins for I think it was I want to say four hundred million dollars, and then spent uh, the last many years doing everything he can to screw that up, running into every scandal you could possibly imagine for a football team. This is while all the concussion uh, science and revelations were coming out. And then he still sold it for, what was it, $6 billion today. So it's uh, there are certainly problems with it, but the NFL certainly has some staying power in this league, uh, as evidenced by Washington sale today. I thought the NFL had a rule when Pagula, I, I thought this was something that came up when Pagula bought the Bills. Like there was a rule saying that you had to own like a sports franchise in that city. Um, in order to buy a team in that, like in order to own an NFL team in that city, like I guess that's not true, but maybe that's something that I thought I heard. You had to already own a different league's team. So like, like because Pagula owned the Sabres, he was mm-hmm. able to own the bills. Like he couldn't own like, Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You, you can't, bills. you can't own teams in different cities. Right. That but the team, owner um, of, the Redskins now, he's the owner of the Devils. He's the owner of the 76ers. Uh, the yes. The, the, yeah, I do recall that being a thing. And I also recall that there was some kind of modification to that. Mm. Maybe maybe because he's part of a group. Whereas yeah, being a group does affect it. And, all, well, I mean, New York and Philly have everything. But I, I think there was something, too, if it was – you know, a city that didn't have a team in your league, maybe that made a difference. But I, I do recall that there was some kind of change on that. Um, okay, I, I I wasn't sure where you're going at first, but that does ring a bell, actually. Okay, so I'm not I'm not totally crazy. No, that's good. Uh, that's I mean, you, you also can't own like the newspaper in town and and own the sports team. Like that's a conflict of interest that they don't allow. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense because you know. I don't even think the city of Buffalo doesn't even own the own newspaper anymore. Well, then the newspaper wouldn't have columnists anymore. Oh, wait. I mean. Oh, wait. That's true. That's true. Um, so, anyway, should we get into this thing? Because I'm really excited about this whole Yeah, let's. Uh, you guys want to start with uh, start with the NFL? Or you want to start with, I mean, it's baseball season right now. Uh, let's, Josh, let's Josh you're our guest. Why don't you start? You, you pick it. Yeah. Sure. So, I'm, I'm going to start actually in a different spot. I'm going to put on my graduate school hat. Uh, went to the University of Missouri, which is the, the hidden gem of the SEC and uh, the Harvard <laughs> of central Missouri. Um, so what our professors would say is before you 
talk about any sort of decision on this, you have to come up with the evaluative criteria. In other words, what are you going to use to make this decision? What factors are you looking at? To did make you do a, homework? A, I did a little bit of homework. All right. Uh, <laughs> what factors are you going to take into consideration? What makes something a good city to host a major league franchise? So the first and obvious one is size, right? You're not going to put an NFL team in Watertown, New York, just because they don't have enough people uh, to fill the stadium. you got to have enough people to get butts and seats and make that investment uh, worthwhile. Obviously, there's got to be limited competition. So San Jose is a market that's probably big enough uh, to host uh, another um, professional sports franchise, but they've got a bunch of other cities with a bunch of other pro sports teams right in their neck of the woods. So you can't be on top of each other. Uh, weather plays a big factor, especially for baseball. Uh, you don't want it to be too hot. You don't want it to be too cold. Uh, that can be mitigated by a dome, but that's, that's a factor that's got to be taken into consideration as well. Uh, attractiveness to players is something I'm taking a look at. So Oklahoma City is a big market, but you know if you're a star player, I don't know if you're going to sign there if Los Angeles is offering you a contract at the same time. So something to keep in mind. Um, can they get a place to play? That's going to be important as well. Um, we've seen how here in Buffalo, as we just talked about, how much some of these stadiums cost. Uh, in some instances, for example, Buffalo's got the largest AAA stadium. Uh, holds it can seat more people than anyone else in AAA. So, you know, the, the Blue Jays taking some money into that stadium. Maybe it's possible to build out that outfield and get some extra seating behind that outfield wall. So maybe that's a lower cost to building a stadium than if you had to start from scratch. Right now um, they got to worry about uh, keeping that field in a playable condition for the entire season. Yeah, if it ever stops raining, right? Oh, man. But um, and part of, part of that is the, the public sector's commitment as well. So uh, Las Vegas put up $750 million for the Raiders' uh, Allegiant Stadium. Um, the state of Tennessee and the metro government of Nashville just put up a ton for a new Titans stadium and i think that factors into the ownership's decision as well is, is what kind of help can we get um in building this and attitudes are changing about that too i mean we're talking mm -hmm. about you know 2040s 2050s with the bills attitudes are changing there is strong sentiment against public funds for stadiums the bills gave a or new york state or the bills received a lot of money 850 million dollars to start from new york and erie county tennessee immediate and that was the record uh, Tennessee immediately topped that shortly after. And, I, you know, you could dig into some of the math a little bit. And a lot of it's from, you know, tourist hotel dollars. But that's still public funds that would have gone other places. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, you know, 10, 20, 30 years down the road where the public sentiment is on that. Is it, is it going to be a hard no? Pay for your own stadium. Really? I mean, uh, I kind of in my article, I kind of framed the, the Erie County donation is it, like the non-relocation is what Erie County got in exchange for their hundreds of millions of dollars. So it's, it's, it's a balance and uh, a lot about leverage too. It is. We are in this very weird um, arms race uh, in terms of stadium funding. And I do wonder if it's a bubble that's going to pop sometimes, but uh, even though it's unpopular with the public, it's not unpopular with the NFL owners and the, the MLB owners. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure they love it as well. And I think if they can find a community that's willing to put up uh, close to a billion dollars to help them relocate, uh, that's certainly going to be a, a major consideration for that. Um, last criterion I kind of had is just, just what we talked about earlier is passion. Uh, is this fan base going to be one that embraces this team and this sport and shows up and is excited to be at games? Or is it just another thing to do in town and they could really care less how the team does? And that's that I think is the hardest one to 
evaluate before you make the move there and before the team is able to kind of extend some roots in the community. But I, I think it's really important to the success. You pretty um, much just described the Dolphins fans. <laughs> Charlie loves making fun of Dolphins fans. Oh, All three of them. Excuse me. If you're going to call them Dolphins fans, they're 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 doll fans, is what they call them in your Miami. Okay. Yeah, that's kind of my my thought as well. All right, Josh. Well, that, I mean, so what are I'll, we starting with, Josh? Yeah, where are we starting? Let's start. Uh, I think Nashville is is my number one. I'm probably stealing that from you guys as well because I think this is just. So we're starting with baseball here. Where what's what sport? Yeah, let's start with baseball. Moving a major league baseball team, probably the Rays, um, up to Nashville. Uh, So first of all, you take a look at a map of of where the major league baseball teams are located. I think this area is kind of a a pretty pretty obvious hole. So you have the Braves that are not too far. The Reds and the Cardinals are probably within a day's drive. But um, Nashville and the greater kind of Tennessee area, I think, is big enough certainly to support its own franchise. Uh, it's a city that's got it's just a fun city if you've been there. It's got a lot of character to it. In addition to a big population, they have a huge, what I'll call a tourist population, just constantly uh, bachelor and bachelorette parties going in there, people there to check out the music on Broadway. So a lot of people coming into that city uh, who I think could, could keep the stadium full. Um, they have a good baseball culture in that area. We've seen uh, Vanderbilt baseball turn out a ton of good high profile uh, kind of college prospects in the last few years. And I think, you know, we talked about uh, with the Titan stadium, the state and the city were willing to put up some money. Um, so that could p- potentially help them overcome that hurdle as well. I know they have uh, the national sounds are either a double A or a triple A team in there at that area. I don't know if it's possible to build out their stadium if they need to start from scratch, but I think you have a community that would embrace it, a government that would um, help pay some of those bills and just, it would just add to a, what's already a great culture in that city. Okay. I, you know, it, Nashville is definitely somewhere that Nick and I have discussed in, uh, in the past as well for major league baseball. I think it's, you know, it's a great town. My only concern being in Atlanta is how close it is to Atlanta and what does that do to Braves fans? You know, is that going to, you know, cost them, Season tickets. I mean, it's only a two and a half, three hour drive to Nashville from Atlanta. So, you know, does that d- does that affect tickets here in Atlanta? I'll t- I'll tell you, as a Braves fan, it won't because no one here cares about really anything else but the Braves in Atlanta. So, I don't see that affecting them too much. Um, but no, I think Nashville is a, a great place, and I think that's definitely somewhere that I also had in mind. Um, Charlie, being in Atlanta, do you mm-hmm. – this three hours drive is like Buffalo to Cleveland-ish. Do you, you know, Buffalo and Cleveland are great lake cities. You know, there's like some mild connection there. Does Atlanta feel connected to Nashville at all? Does Buffalo – repeat the question? Atlanta. Like, like you said, you're saying three hours, oh. like it's close to Nashville. Do you guys feel connected at all as cities though? I No, I, I guess that's the one thing, no, right? But like – Atlanta's the closest baseball team to Nashville, right? So, so think of it this way: people in Buffalo are Yankees fans, you know, right? Yes, I understand the New York State things like that, or the people in Buffalo who are Blue Jays fans, right? Because Toronto's the closest Major League Baseball team to to Buffalo. I guess you could say Cleveland as well if you wanted to, but mostly Toronto and Yankees fans are really what you get into the most in, in Buffalo. Um, and that's just because of the proximity and, and where it is. So I, I do know there's people in Nashville who are Braves fans because of the proximity 
to Atlanta and how easy it is to get to Atlanta. Uh, the one negative I would say with Nashville would be the major airport. Yes, while they do have an airport, they do not have a huge airport to hold a lot of people coming in and out for big games, playoff games, uh, you know, if if and when World Series games, all-star games, if it, if it gets there as well. Um, but one city that does that I really like for a Major League Baseball team, and that would be Charlotte, North Carolina. Hmm. They are the 16th largest city in the United States, one of the fastest growing cities in the United States. Also have a major airport and also have a major airport hub for multiple air uh, airlines to come in and out of Charlotte. I think it would be a great place. While, yes, proximity to Atlanta is a little bit further away, I don't think you know Atlanta themselves have to worry about losing fans or losing money from people coming in town for games. Um, and Charlotte's got a great fan base. I mean, you've seen what they've done with the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, you've seen what they've done with the, what are the, they were the Bobcats, now they're the Charlotte Hornets, and they've really embraced uh, NBA basketball back in Charlotte as well. So I really think adding a major league baseball team there, and, and I don't know if guys have ever been there, but Charlotte's just a great town. There's always something going on, always something to do, a lot of fun. Um, it's not as, as, as fun as walking down Broadway and at noon on a, on a Saturday, but there's a bunch of stuff going on in Nashville. NASCAR Hall of Fame is there. And they do really well with a NASCAR fan base in 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 uh, in Charlotte as well. So I think Charlotte, North Carolina would be a great option for a Major League Baseball team. All right. You guys named two. Both good options to me. Um, you know, if this was like, again, these are not predictions. This is more like our wish list here. But if you had to bet on it, I would I would assume that you guys have left me like the betting favorite, which would be Las Vegas. I think, you know, there it used to be, you know, oh, my gosh. There's gambling there. You can't place, you know, that is totally gone. Uh, there, there's really no reason left to not have sports teams there aside from the weather, which I think uh, is really not being talked about enough in terms of, of baseball, which if you, if you haven't happened to read it, like moving the A's to Vegas is a real thing that, that that's out there and could, could happen. The, the heat is on something. I don't know if they do an indoor stadium. I haven't read too much on that. Maybe I need to, to Google that some more, but Vegas is, is going to happen. It's, you know, even in New York, it's crazy how if you, if you mention like so much as referenced sports betting or gambling or like the point spread, it's like, wow, what a degenerate that guy, you know, holy cow. That has changed in one year. It's gone. Like it's just part, part of daily life and it's fine and it's not a big deal. Um, same thing with, with, you know, you can't have a sports team in Vegas. You can't. It's working out darn good for the hockey team. The baseball team, all summer, I know it's super hot there. During the day, you got to get your stuff in early. Um, they got to figure that part out. But same same thing. There's always people in town. It's a it's a hub. It, people are there. They got the tourism. They got the locals. Mm -hmm. it, it almost makes too much sense. I think a nice indoor stadium out there makes it happen. And it's just a fun city. Baseball is, you know, they're putting in the pitch clock. They want to do all these things to like attract younger audiences. Put a team in Vegas. That's great. So let me ask, let me ask you this question. Um, what about Salt Lake City? You know, Jeff Basson did tweet out this week that uh, Salt Lake City uh, is being, you know, I guess there's a, a, a group of people who are leading um, the charts to put a Major League Baseball expansion franchise in the coming years in Salt Lake. Um, what are your thoughts on that? To me, it does not scream Major League Baseball City. 
No, I mean, you know what? When you look at a map of like where all the teams are, there's there's this big hole out west, and it's like mm-hmm. nothing, nothing, nothing. Denver, nothing, nothing. Like Salt Lake is right in the middle of that. It it does fit. It is a big city. Tons of money there. For whatever reason, it has seemed like leagues are a little more hesitant to get into Salt Lake, and I don't know if, if there's something contractually with the city that they just don't want to do. If the you know it is a huge Mormon population out there, if they are not willing to budge on some issues. I really don't know what it is, but, but they do have the money and that's, that's for darn sure. So it's, it could be a, a very regional team. I mean, that's a, that's a long drive from Denver. The, um, you know, somebody put a tweeted recently. I saw like a big outline on a map and it was like this large chunk of the country. And it was like, this chunk of the map has no professional baseball team at any level to go see. And it was like, kind of, mm. kind of sad. Um, I mean, you know, there there were low A, single A, high A teams out there that they've kind of nuked in their in their uh, whatever you call it, whatever baseball did to the minor leagues. But yeah, Salt Lake, I, I like as a as a market. It just seems like there's been some some weird reason why leagues have avoided that in the past. So I don't know. It's not it's not my first choice. Um, you know, if you're talking specifically about baseball, like the elevation there, everyone's like, oh my gosh, Coors Field. Salt Lake elevation is pretty high. It would be more like Coors uh, than it would be more like uh, even where you are, Charlie Atlanta, in a sneaky yeah. high elevation uh, town as, as far as baseball goes. But I don't know. I wouldn't pick that one. If you, if you, if you, if, you know, if this was like a snake draft and we were going back, I would pick Montreal. I was just going to say, do you think Major League Baseball needs to put another Canadian team in? And I say yes. Uh, you know, one, only one Canadian team is a little strange to me. Montreal is good. I think Vancouver would be great. It is a little rainy in the, the PNW, but uh, Montreal's got a good history. Amazing city. So much culture. You can kind of get into, like, you know, the French-Canadian thing is, is fun. They, I mean, the Expos were fun. The Toronto series when they went there and Vlad hit a home, you know, you know, Vlad Senior played for the Expos. Vlad Junior hit the home run. That would be so much fun. I don't know what what they're doing with the stadium. Uh, that would be an issue to work through. But you know, the raise to Montreal has been a thing. There's been plans to play half the year in Tampa, half the year in Montreal. They got nuked because that didn't seem like a very good idea. Um, but man, Montreal is a great city, and uh, if you're, if you know, if I had to make make a wish list pick, I'd pick Montreal. L- let me ask you both this question because you guys are more the baseball guys than I am. But do you feel like in a, a team can go to Montreal and be successful again? You know, and I think it's the same conversation that we'll have when we get into hockey with with cities that have had and lost teams in the past, can teams come back to those cities mm. and come in and be successful? You saw St. Louis try to do it, and it didn't work out with the Rams. Um, you know, you see Winnipeg trying to do it right now with the Jets. It's not really working out too well with the Jets there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know You just want the Thrashers back, don't you? I do, but we'll get into that after. <laughs> um, but, Josh, and, well, Josh, why don't you take this one first? Yeah. Well, can they be successful in Montreal? Well, the, the the first question you got to ask is why were they not successful in Montreal? And I've heard it was just a very bad experience in the Dome there. It was just not a great place to watch a game. I think that's what the Rays are experiencing right now is people hate the Trop. They hate driving there. It's not a good game day experience there. And the Rays have not been able to, um, to, to fix that issue. 
I think the Rays certainly can fix that with a nicer stadium and a better area that has a little bit better of a game day experience. But uh, without fixing that issue, baseball in Tampa is going to continue to suffer. The same we have to ask about Montreal. You know, why why did it not work before? Why did people not like that that stadium for whatever reason? And so if we're going to go back to use that same stadium, uh, they have to offer me something that says this is why we're going to be successful this time that that uh, we did not do last time. This is how we're going to address that. And so I I can be convinced on that. Um, I, I'm sure the fans miss having the Expos up there and, and would be excited when they first come back. But uh, we got to see some sort of indication that long term they're ready to address those issues that led to the team's demise in the first place. Yeah. Hey, all good points there. I'm going to make the point that it's a little bit of, if you build it, they will come the teams, the cities that lose these teams, just like your thrashers, they don't lose them because they don't have the population. They lose them because there's not enough connection with the fan base and something is going wrong along the lines there. If you Put a team there and you have the right vision from ownership and you can get the buy-in from the fans and you can build that fan base year after year after year after year after year, you're onto something. And it's, it, uh, you know, I'm not saying it's easy. Winning obviously helps, but you got to have passionate fans regardless of the results sometimes, as long as, uh, you know, we don't, we don't adopt promotion relegation, which is, you know, a different topic. But um, yeah, I think I, it can absolutely so much more fun. It would, but it would never happen. And like some of these stadium deals are a reason why you need to guarantee mm-hmm. the revenue, the relevancy, all that stuff. And if your team got relegated, there would be hell to pay after the public just put up for that top level stadium. But I, I am willing to say, yes, it could work in almost any market. If, you know, as long as the, the ownership has the vision, they hire the right people and they really just get after brand building and making it work. The population, Buffalo's population is one of the smallest in professional sports and they have one of the most passionate fan bases. And I always think too, it's, you know, people always just point to pure Metro market size. I'm like, you know, but how many passionate fans do you have in that market? You know, you see some of these TV ratings, how, you know, LA is always one of like, like, Ooh, it's this huge market. Yeah. But the ratings are horrible. People mm-hmm. don't care. I'm like, you know, and, and they yeah, have they, a, they have such they a have big audience. Teams. Yeah, they have such a big audience, you know. I'm sure they have more fans, period. But it's like, you know, if you had to multiply out people times passion times whatever, I'm like, I don't know. Buff Buffalo ranks a lot higher, I think, you know, just, just on that passion in a lot of bigger cities. Plus, they don't count the Canadian TV audience in the right. metro market size, just saying. Plus, you know what? I, I think the to, – to me, something more out west makes more sense, you know, the Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. Las Vegas, strictly because, like you said, Nick, there's this big part of the country that does not have a major league baseball team. Um, you could put a team in in uh, in Montreal, and you know you're already opening up a rivalry with Boston. You're opening up something with New York, and and, and a rivalry with Toronto. However, I feel like you throw a team out in Vegas. I'm sorry, you throw a team out in Vancouver. That is a very quick rivalry to to, to start up with with Seattle. And I feel like that would be a lot of fun to watch mm. as well, especially with, with how Seattle is, uh, you know, on their way up mm. right now. Interesting. I, will, I was, I did happen to be in Vancouver this year on the day of a Monday night Seahawks game and absolutely no one around cared. There was yeah. no Seahawks merch. There was nothing. Seattle reminds me a lot of probably like what Atlanta is, right? Like no one here is Falcons fans. Hmm. But everyone here is a Braves fan. 
if that makes sense. Interesting. So I, I mean, like everyone there is Braves go way back with with Turner, like since you know that was how there was on TV. But that's even even the when the Braves or I'm sorry when the Falcons are good, there's nothing. Is it because the Falcons are bad right now? I mean, I haven't been here while they've been good. They've been bad since I've lived here. Since they had Mike um, Vick and they were fun. Yeah, right. Uh, they've been bad since I lived here. However, um, I mean, even in baseball offseason, people are still walking around with Brave stuffs on, you know, all the time. You don't see people with Atlanta Falcons license plate frames or anything like mm-hmm. that, but everyone has a Braves license plate yeah. frame or a Braves hat or something. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Like, it's bigger than just baseball. It's like it's like a cultural thing, though. Right. You know, put on the Braves hat. Like it means, you know, it almost and, and, means and Atlanta seen, pride as much as you know, Bills Mafia means Buffalo pride. You've seen it. I mean, they do a really good job at the baseball games with the fans. You know, they they put on a great show. It's a lot of funny when it's a thousand degrees outside. <laughs> but you know, it's it's a lot of fun to go to those games, and you have everything outside the stadium yeah. that also brings people in, which is you know something. By the way. I'd love to see them do absolutely yes. If you but, go go outside Atlanta Stadium, the whole neighborhood around it is shops, baseball themed, this bars, you name it. They've just added a whole bunch more stuff. Wait till you come again and see it. It's it's unbelievable. I gotta get out. Um, there. Josh, last, so, last last pick here before we move on. Yes. Well, no, Nick, you said something earlier that I want to go back to because to me this is this is the most important consideration, regardless of where the city is. Uh, the goal is to get the community bought in, and the way to do that is to make sure that ownership is bought in. And for a lot of MLB teams right now, that is not the case. So you have uh, a couple different tiers. You've got the big spenders. This is the Mets, the Yankees, Padres, Phillies, Dodgers. These are the owners who make it clear to their fan base that we're going to be a contender every single year. We're going to pay the big stars. We're going to keep our top talent. We're going to go after free agents. Next year, we're going to be making a run at Shohei Otani. They're not scared of the luxury tax. Right. I mean, they, they passed the new Steve Cohen tax this year and Steve Cohen laughs at it. And yes, if did. you're a Mets fan right now, they are loving that because they know that their owner is going to do whatever he's got to do to put the best possible product on the field. Now, obviously, it's not a reality for every single franchise. You have it's kind fair. of this mid-tier. You've got, you know, your your St. Louis Cardinals, your Minnesota Twins, where they'll pay, you know, a, a decent amount of talent. They're going to kind of try to cut some costs. They can't possibly compete with the New York Yankees, but they're going to try to spend to put a competitive product on the field. But then you have this, this third, this bottom tier, which drives me nuts. These are, it's a totally different business model, which is basically we're going to spend as little as possible on payroll and bank on fans still coming and filling in seats. And so even if we don't make quite the same amount as the Yankees, we're going to spend way less and still do okay as a business. So um, just to give you an idea, the, like the Mets spend $345 million a year on payroll this year. The Yankees are at $278 <laughs> million. The Rays are at $73 million. The, the Athletics, $57 million. So it's, it's such a disparity. And so no matter where you locate these teams, what I don't want them to, to see is for them to go to an owner where they're not going to spend any money, where they're just going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel for players, not spending too much, and trying to just keep it a low-cost operation. I want to see them go to a community where they have enough uh, revenue um, and be under an owner who's willing to spend that revenue to make them at least a competitive mid-range team just to keep things exciting and give fans something to be excited about. So who you got? Last but not least, this one's kind of a wild card. Uh, I love the World Baseball Classic. I think uh, there's no way you can put a team in Japan just because it's way too far of a flight. 
but I love the idea of adding another international team from a community that is super fired up about baseball. So I'm going to throw out San Juan, Puerto Rico. It's a two-hour flight from Miami. Uh, obviously, the big concern there is just whether or not um, their kind of economic market can really sustain an MLB team, which is, I think is a, a legitimate question. But um, there's no doubt that that community certainly has the passion to support a major league team. Uh, I think given that so many MLB uh, players come from there, that area, they'd be excited to play for that team. Uh, and I think that would be re- really something special for the league to have a team down in the Caribbean. Love that. I was I was going to have a segment at the end if we didn't get to it, like off the board picks. You nailed it already. Love that. Would it happen? I have no idea, but I love love the idea. No, I think great idea. I was going to. I thought you were going to say Mexico City. We'll get there later. Mexico, we'll get there but, later. Yeah, we'll definitely. I think we have a a, a a team or a league that we would like to see go to Mexico. I think all of us would. Um, where do you guys want to go next? Do you want to go NFL? Yeah, I cut you off way on the first time. But no, you're good. Go you're good. We, we had to let Josh pick. He is our guest. You're absolutely right. Um, Nick, I'm going to let you start this one for the NFL. I feel like I know what you're going to say, and it's going to piss a lot of people off. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. If, if it's what I think you're going to say, if it's, if it's not, then people will be well, man, just fine. Th- Thanks for that introduction, man. This yeah. is this is my buddy Nick. He's going to piss everybody off. <laughs> um, all right. Well, okay. I'll just go for it. We've, we talked about this off air. You already know what, what's coming. Uh, London need, needs to be the team. Okay, no, the okay that, that's not what I thought you were going to say. So oh, okay. Well, then I don't know. Thanks for saying the worst about me, Charlie. Charlie. What, what going, kind of friend? Toronto. What kind of friend assumes the worst about someone? Uh, I'm going London. That uh, it, it's. It, I think you got to talk about overseas. You got to talk about and just look where the NFL is going already. They've had a game in London every year for like coming up on ten years, I think. Uh, the the Jaguars play there once a year. You could you could absolutely talk about Jacksonville moving to London or an expansion team in London. You could. You know there there are ways to do this. It's becoming built into the NFL subconscious. All right, the, the NFL does not like big change. Okay, they have a very successful business. You know they have a salary cap. You know you think about why it costs for these teams keep going up. You know inflation. Yeah, sure. They have fixed costs. They have a salary cap. Their costs can't really get a ton higher than they already are. And these TV rights are going through the roof. Like that's an amazing business model. Okay. They like slow change. They, you know, Thursday nights going streaming on Amazon is like a huge, you know, blow it up change for the, okay. They're easing into London. They've been doing this for a decade. Okay. Every team I think has played over there already. They're doing more with Germany. The European market is huge for them for expansion. I don't really have a sense that uh, I, w- I was actually I was in London too during a um, just a world traveler. If only Charlie, <laughs> uh, I was there uh, during a week when there was a football game there. The Jags were there, and there was some fans. It seemed to be mostly Americans coming over to London for the game, as opposed to like native Londoners. The NFL has been working this for for so long. I think the market's there. The flight is is a lot to to work with. It's a lot extra. I will from New York. It's not any crazier than going all the way to Los Angeles, um, but it, it is certainly a lot for for West Coast teams to get to. You'd have to figure out the schedule, maybe some extra buys there. The NFL needs to go to two bye weeks as it is, as it is anyway. Uh, London to me is is uh, the, the pretty obvious choice. Uh, so if you're giving me first pick, I'm picking London. 
No, I think that's the easiest pick, if you want my honest opinion. Uh, oh, you, you had me set up for Toronto, Charlie. Listen, I don't man. know. In, in our conversation we had off air before, you said, man, you know, I think the NFL should put a team in like Hamilton or, or, or in Toronto. And I'm the like, NFL? No, we... I, I don't think I said that for the NFL. You said, well, you said NHL for Hamilton, but you did say Toronto for NFL. And I'm like, why? You can't we'll, put we'll come back a team later. in Canada. Um, but I will say this. I like London. I think London makes the most sense if you're going international. Obviously, I think there's some other options as well internationally. But when you're talking about ease of travel, trying to get people to and from, all of that international, London just makes the most sense. Um, you know, you're not going to throw a team out in Australia or in Tokyo or you know in there anywhere in there. The only other place I'd say over in Europe that would maybe make some sense is like Frankfurt, Germany, but. That's not There's my pick there this year. There is, there is. So they're trying to grow that in 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 Germany as well. But however, that is not my pick. Uh, I am going to go with the largest uh, city in America that does not have an NFL franchise. Does anyone want to guess what it may be? Is it in Texas? It is. Everything's bigger in Texas. It's San Antonio. Now, I know what you're saying. Oh, man, there's a team in Dallas. Oh, man, there's a team in Houston. Yeah, that's great. There's no reason why one of the biggest states in this country does not deserve to have a third football team. And I'll tell you why. You throw a team in San Antonio. You're less than an hour away from Austin, Texas, which, much like Nashville, is a very big uh, bachelor, bachelorette party place. A lot of people like to go and, and have a good time in Austin, Texas. It's a quick, easy drive uh, after a weekend of partying with Bill's Mafia to take the nice drive down to San Antonio and go to a football game. Um, you got the Alamo. Just a lot a lot of great stuff there in San Antonio. Um, By the way, it, I've, heard, I've heard do not waste your time going to see the Alamo. Uh, okay. Well, teach their own, I guess. I've never, I've never <laughs> seen it, so I can't, I can't say anything. Um, you know, and don't forget, during Hurricane Katrina, when Hurricane Katrina came in and, and just pretty much destroyed the whole city of New Orleans, the Saints did play um, the regular season home games in San Antonio, don't forget. Good point. So, um, I mean, and, and let's face it, man, it's Texas, right? Texas loves their football, high school, college, pro football. They're just crazy about football at any level that it is. It is a football state. Um you know, as they say in, in Friday Night Lights, man, Texas forever, right? So I, I do think San Antonio is kind of a no-brainer. Uh, large city, large population, definitely a place that has the money to bring in a team. Um, you know, and, and the fans, I think, would love it. You're already – you look at the map, right? You're opening up so quickly, no matter what division they play in, a very uh, easy rivalry quickly with Houston or if they're in the NFC, you got Dallas or New Orleans, even that they can open up rivalries with. They're not far from Phoenix. They're not far from Vegas. Um, you know, and you're also bringing in that population or that fan base from, from Mexico as well into San Antonio that you're bringing in uh, another fan base from outside the United States. And let's face it. We love, we know the NFL loves their international fan base. Yeah, I, I almost thought you were going to say Austin right off the bat because when Bill Stadium discussions initially kicked off, you know, you have to have some kind of boogeyman out there. And ESPN reported Austin was a city willing to pony up for a stadium. Well, I think San Antonio Austin's kind of like one. Well, tell one that own, tell right? that to to Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, who was like, "Oh my gosh, no, Austin is 
too close to my team, even though it's like maybe closer to Houston. But um, yeah, the, let me ask Jerry Jones what day of the week it is first, and see if he could tell me. <laughs> Josh, right, what, what, so, so, so what do you have? I'm with you on the Texas area. I, I think yeah, San Antonio and Austin are the seventh and eleventh largest cities in the U.S. respectively. So they're about an hour apart. So I think putting a team, you know, halfway in between those two makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Uh, Jerry Jones doesn't have to like it. He's one vote out yeah. of 32. By, by <laughs> the way, Dallas and Houston are way big enough on their own to just, just support their own team. Like, like I think this is an overblown issue. And Austin's one of the, the fastest growing areas in the country. Um, and it's mm-hmm. Texas too. Like you said, Charlie, it's, you know, if, if England can support the entire EPL, uh, based on their love for soccer, certainly Texas can handle three professional <laughs> football teams. Um, Nick, I got to say I'm down on London. I think, uh, and I'll I preface this by saying that if the London Jaguars ever wanted to sign me uh, to a temporary contract, I'd happily play for them. But if I'm a top prospect... Well, they listen to the process, <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> if I'm a top prospect coming out of college, I would not want to be drafted by a London team. Just because, I mean, it's a, what, a seven-hour flight from the East coast. And, you know, if you're coming from, from Seattle for a game, that's crazy. I think the players association have a big issue with that just because of the time in the air. I, I just think it makes it very difficult to have a league. So I'm, I'm all up, um, on board with the international idea, but I think that should look a lot more like a Vancouver, a Winnipeg, a Mexico city than going across the pond. Uh, the city I'm going to throw out um, is a former NFL city that I think still should have a team. And that is San Diego. Uh, I can tell you, I know a lot of uh, ex-Chargers fans who felt very burned by the Chargers leaving San Diego. Um, and, and my understanding was that it was basically just the owner trying to cut costs and go wherever he could get the most help on a stadium. So I think there's, um, it wasn't anything wrong with the San Diego area, just that they weren't willing to pony up enough for a stadium. But I think the passion is certainly there for a team. It's a great climate. It's a desirable place to be. Uh, and I think San Diego would be a great candidate to have a team again. Uh, just looking at the map as a whole, I, I do think the NFL, out of all the major sports leagues, probably has the best coverage. I think football is the hardest mm-hmm. sport to, to pick a city that uh, that doesn't have a team and should. Well, so let me let me read you guys this list here that I have in front of me and see what you think. And I, I'll just think the ones that we haven't named. Right. And there's one city that jumps out to me a little bit, and it's Oklahoma City. Right. Obviously, they have Oklahoma City, St. Louis. Uh, Sacramento, Salt Lake City. I don't think an NFL team in Salt Lake City makes much sense, in my opinion, but sure. San Diego's on that list. Why, why does baseball make sense and not football? I don't, to me, baseball doesn't make sense there. It just makes sense oh, okay. as far okay. as a location. Mm, you know, I, I got you. I got you. Right. But as far as I don't know how a fan base would be there, I don't follow enough of the NBA to tell you that the Jazz fans are diehard fans and pay enough attention. But to me, it just doesn't make the most sense. Uh, but you know they have Oakland on this list, San Jose, Hartford, Connecticut. Um, you know Hartford's a good one, loud money there. Canadian cities that we mentioned, but the one that's jumping out to me, looking at the map, where you know there is kind of a team given Kansas City's location, would be Oklahoma City. Now Jerry Jones wants to complain about teams being too close to to his team. Oklahoma City would be fairly close, uh, actually right in the middle of uh, Kansas City and Dallas. Does Oklahoma City make sense as a city for an NFL expansion team? Just just on size, yes. Um, I mean, they've done pretty well with a basketball team. Yeah, I mean, listen, people in Buffalo don't really get the right to say wealth 
players aren't going to want to go there. It's Oklahoma. Ew, gross. It's a Dust Bowl. I mean, I don't know. Does it sound fun to me? Like, no, not really. But is it bigger than Buffalo? Yeah. So they love their football out there. They, they, maybe. I mean, so this one to me, actually, hold on. Quick pause. That is a great point that I don't think we've talked about enough is that major college football is basically like the pro team in the areas Mm -hmm. that don't have pro teams. So a, a lot of this talk, I mean, you know, if we had more and more draft picks, I would bring up Columbus a lot. Columbus mm-hmm. is a huge area, but Ohio State is basically their pro team. So does it right. make sense to have an NFL team in Columbus? Like, not really, because they have Ohio State. Right. So um, major college football, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, whatever, that's a great point. That I don't think like North, like in Buffalo, it's not really a big college football city, but I don't think we appreciate enough how massive some of these, these programs are in these areas. So Oklahoma City, yeah, go ahead. I actually think having a a big college team is is a detriment to having a big pro program. And Charlie talked earlier about how there's very few uh, people talking about the Falcons throughout Atlanta, but every Saturday they're watching the Bulldogs game. Absolutely. Uh, There's a ton of passion, especially in that SEC corridor. Um, And I don't know that the NFL can quite infiltrate uh, a place like Oklahoma or really anywhere in that that Southeastern Conference um, area. We see that in Buffalo all the time, too. I think there's – um, as long as the Bills are here, UB football will have a tough time catching on. I think it's just difficult to support uh, a major college team and an NFL or, and a professional team in the same market in the same sport. Well, let me ask you this question then. You're talking about UB football having a hard time catching on. Do you think UB football catches on if they weren't in the MAC? Let's say they were in the, I don't know, Pac-12 or Pac-10, whatever they are now. You know, if they if they were in one of those top five conferences, or okay, let's go the ACC. If UB was in the ACC, you know, would you think that they would have an easier time of catching on and drawing a fan base as opposed to being in the MAC? Because let's face it, the the MAC gets laughed at. No, absolutely, and and you see that. uh, I remember when Deion Lewis was having a huge year for Pittsburgh. This is probably fifteen or twenty years ago. Um, Pittsburgh played at UB, and the stadium was almost sold out. It was more full than I ever saw it. We had to park on the opposite side of the North Campus just to walk into the stadium. So if there's there's good competition, people will certainly um, come to it. And obviously, you go to a league like the ACC or the Big Ten or something, uh, yeah, people are going to fill those seats. But the way you get there is, is by having a great program beforehand so you get invited to those larger conferences and they, they see you as, as an equal. But I, I think, um, you know, that that's, that's more of a privilege than something that's just bestowed upon you uh, just to see you grow. So I, I think until UB can show organically that it's got some interest in it, uh, it won't make the jump to a conference like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't see them really ever making that jump. Um, you know, they're they're good. What once out every like four years or so, right? So no, I don't see them ever making that jump. Uh, one more question for you guys regarding the NFL. You mentioned Canada as a location for an NFL team. I'm shocked that they have not explored that more. We know that they tried to do that with Buffalo and Toronto, but let's face it, we all know as Bills fans that was more of a money grab for Ralph Wilson and the ability to get his team up there and make some extra cash and not spend it on his team. Um, do you think not Toronto because it's too close to Buffalo? And I think Buffalo would say, Hey, that's going to affect our market. Do but do you think, think a place was that there, if there was truly an owner who like didn't not to relocate the bills, but let's say they had a round of expansion and, and the Toronto mm-hmm. ownership group. Do you think the NFL would really care what Buffalo said? 
No, but I feel like that their Buffalo would be able to get people on their side because then they're looking at revenue that's going to be lost in Buffalo, right? It's one of the smaller markets. And I feel like some of those smaller market teams like Kansas city and some of those other smaller market teams would come and uh, come to Buffalo's defense and say that maybe we shouldn't put a team there. I think same thing with Oklahoma city, right? You put a team in Oklahoma city. What does that do to Kansas city's uh, revenue and things like that? So um, and it's funny, it's, you know, when it's Jerry Jones's team, it's uh, he can suck it up. He can make it work. But since right. it's Toronto, whoa, <laughs> well, it's I not going to hurt so him. Toronto's right? way closer to Buffalo than any of the things we've been talking about to Dallas for the record. It's right. not like we're, we're not putting a team in Fort Worth. Okay. We're putting a team in, you know, way across the state. Let me ask you. So, so if you're putting a team in Canada though, I mean, again, I don't think Toronto would be the place I'd do it. I know Toronto is one of the bigger cities. Why would you, why not? That's one. It's like the fourth or fifth biggest market in North America. I feel like I personally, feel like if I'm going to throw a team in Canada, I'm going back to where you previously mentioned, Nick, and I'm looking at a place like a Montreal. I'm looking at a place, you know, you you throw a team up in Montreal, you're getting that part of the Northeast where you really don't have a team outside of the Patriots, right? You're getting that fan base from the Vermont area and some of those people in the main area and you can bring it. I know there's not a lot of people there. I know there's not a lot of people there, but they don't have any pro teams out there, that, you know. Uh, so that that would be my thought, but you know, I, I cannot believe we talked this long without mentioning St. Louis. This team got their, no, the no, city got no, their team no, stolen from them. They're no, suing no. Stan Kroenke over like illegally leaving the city and breaching contract. The, the, you're giving me down people, for that. people. Okay, people. If you don't, he's literally giving two thumbs down. Okay, <laughs> why are you giving two? I feel bad. You're talking about San Diego. Why not St. Louis? St. Louis can barely support their hockey team as it is. They only got somewhat got butts in the seats because they won the Stanley Cup a few years ago. Well, so we're talking me, about like looking at the map where a big hole is. St. Louis, there's a big hole. Look, if I'm going to put a team anywhere out that way, uh, St. Louis is not where I am looking to put my team. What about Memphis? I, I mean, Memphis is always an option. I truthfully thought that Tennessee was going to be moving out or that, that the Titans were going to be moving over to Memphis or something like that. I think Memphis makes way more sense to me than St. Louis. St. Louis, St. Louis has had a team twice and has failed both times. And both times their teams have left them to go to California. You blame the city for that or the owner for that? I just, here's my thought. I think part of the issue, and I don't know the truth, maybe you guys do, Part of the issue was that they wanted to get a new stadium in St. Louis and the city didn't want to pony up the money. What's going to change going forward? They're not going to want to pony up the money to put another team and build a new stadium out there. Yeah. I mean, if uh, like, it's the same thing, it's say, that, down, down the my road. argument back to Josh for San Diego as well. The city didn't want to build a new stadium for the football team. What's going to change their mind this yeah. time around? Let's say down the road, you know, attitude has changed and public money for stadiums is just not really a thing. I mean, look, yeah, yeah, okay. Then I think you could put a team anywhere at that point. (laughs) If you had the buy-in and (laughs) the owner who wanted to be there. Right. You're You're not doing anything, you know, crazy that way. I just don't think St. Louis, to me, makes sense. That's just my thought. Yeah, I think it's the same conversation we had about Montreal. You got two failures. Uh, two two examples of football not working in St. Louis. So open to the idea. It's a big enough market, certainly. Personally, I think it's a great city. 
Um, but we got to answer why did this not work in the past? What can we do to make sure that's going to work? Uh, is third time really the charm? Um, and yeah, going back to what we talked about with the stadium funding, I mean, it's, it's, we said we're in an arms race right now and it's, yeah. there could be a day that comes where, um, like you said, public sentiment is just totally against stadium funding and that's not an option that's on the table. Personally, I don't see that happening. I, I think there's always going to be a desire somewhere to attract better cultural institutions to a certain city, to a certain region. And even if it's not every city, even if the majority of cities are against uh, public funding for it, there is going to be some community somewhere that's going to spend to get the NFL in their backyard. And so, um, and unfortunately, I think that's the reality is if, if St. Louis isn't willing to do that, they probably won't get a team in the near future. Let me give you guys one more city that I forgot to mention. Um, I don't know what everyone's going to feel about this. It's not going to affect us as, as, as Western New Yorkers, as Bills fans, as the only team in New York State. But Portland, Oregon. Good city. Thoughts for an NFL team in Portland? I don't think Portland's a bad idea. Um, I think it's going to – it would allow the NFL to continue to grow um, – you know, grow grow their their fan base out west. Um, you know, they do a pretty damn good well, they're a pretty damn good job uh, with the Trailblazers out there. Um, I mean, Portland's used to rooting for a winner with the Trailblazers out there, and um, you know, why not? You're giving another team in the Pacific Northwest. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I have no too problems. many hippies. No, <laughs> I have no problems. With that, I mean, it's a little bit smaller, but I just feel like there would be bigger cities like the Texas cities you mentioned probably clamoring right. or offering more. I mean, absolutely. I think you're looking at a smaller market at that, that point. You know, I think you also have to consider, if you think about Portland, what um, what the owners would think about it, right? I think the owners would have a different thought on it as well. When it comes to that, because are they going to want to put another team in a smaller market, or can they put a team in a bigger market like a, you know, uh, San Antonio or somewhere like that, where they know the population there, the money's there, um, and all of that? So I, I think that's always something that you always have to consider when talking about relocating or expanding a league somewhere. Okay. So I like that. Let, let me, before, real quick, before yeah. we turn to hockey, I want number one your thoughts on Mexico City. And number two, real quick, I know at the start, like Josh, you mentioned San Jose. Uh, to, to me, Bay Area is still a massively populous area. You know, Oakland just had a team that moved, you know, for the money to Vegas. Why not another Bay Area team in any sport? But start with Mexico City. Mexico City, I'm down on. I, I just I think it's it's harder for fans to travel there. It's harder for players and their families to locate mm-hmm. there. Uh, I just think logistically it's, it's, it's too difficult to get it done. Um, Crime issues. Yeah. I think that that's a real consideration economically as well. um, I mean, I think Canada has a much, we talked about Puerto Rico earlier, um, possibly not being able to support a major league team. Uh, You just, you got to be able to see that within that regional economy, there's enough money there to actually support a team to actually buy the tickets, to actually buy the TV rights, the jerseys and everything to make it economically viable. And there's certainly enough people in Mexico city, but per capita, I don't know if there's uh, enough money there to, to make it viable. Yeah. Good point. All right, Charlie Bay area. How are you feeling? Uh, I'd say no. I mean, you already got the, 
49er stadium, which is pretty much in San Jose. You know what I mean? It's yeah, not really San in Clare. San Francisco. Are, are you really going to throw another team in that area? I mean, look, if, if the 49ers or if there was no team in the San Francisco area, right, or if they've moved out of the area and you're coming back, similar like L.A., where they brought in two teams, um, then that's one thing. I'm not adding the second team to a fan base that has been around for however many years, right? It, 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 to me, that would be like putting another team in Buffalo. The Bills fans aren't going to stop cheering for the Bills because there's a new team in town. That's not going to happen. And I don't see teams of the 49ers cheering for this new team in San Jose because they're the new team in town. I just don't see it working out. I mean, it's it's the the, the Bay Area is just so massive. San Francisco, San it Jose, is. Oakland, all the you know, San Francisco basically plays in San Jose, but it's right. You know, you get the whole all around the Bay, so much population. It's just weird to think Oakland left there. Same such a, same issues with what the I mean, they're having attendance issues with the athletics. However, um, you're getting into same thing like what we said down in San Diego. The city did not want to build them a new stadium. You're, you're, that seems to be the yeah. common denominator here. Yeah. All right. So. We're going to switch to hockey here. Charlie, Ooh. you may go first in this section. You can take Atlanta <laughs> if you wish. Uh, I am going to take Atlanta as I wish, strictly because uh, Bucci has gotten me very excited about Atlanta. Um, he, yeah. also tweet, he also tweeted out a few weeks ago. Um, so, so he tweeted, Houston will also get an NFL expansion team next time around with Atlanta. We'll talk about Houston in a minute if we Wait. think a second NHL? Team, okay. NHL expansion team, Houston and Atlanta are the two he is talking about. Wow. Don't know what he knows that we don't know. Um, I will say this. So looking at – there's a great Twitter page called NHL to Atlanta that I have become a strong follower of. Um, they tweeted out a few weeks ago the attendance for – um, the Atlanta Gladiators, which is the East Coast Hockey League team. Now, they had a higher attendance than the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Cardinals, the Arizona Coyotes, as well as Arizona's um, AHL team, uh, Tucson, whatever the heck they are. So uh, they had 4,600 fans uh, for the Coyotes this year. Obviously, we know they were playing in a smaller barn. Um, they also only had 3,400 fans in Tucson, and the Atlanta Gladiators and ECHL team had 4,696 fans, so about uh, 4,700 fans um, this year in in that area. So, look, I think Atlanta built a – for those who don't know, the team left more or less when the last game ended. The plan was for them to move into this brand-new arena north of the city. They were playing downtown where the Atlanta Hawks currently play at Phillips Arena, and they built this brand-new arena for them north of the city where they were going to move. They were going to sell the team to new ownership group. It was all part of this plan. The new ownership group was going to buy them. All the rinks in Atlanta, everything is outside of the city. Nothing's inside. Everything's north. Uh, There's actually um, a local rink right across the street from where – the new um, uh, the new rink was built. I think it's the Georgia Power Arena or something like that. But anyway, uh, where that new rink was built. When the last game ended, fans in Atlanta did not know the team was going to be moving to Winnipeg. 
fans thought they were just moving out of the city into the new new arena. And next thing you know, the ownership group said, nope, we don't want to sell them. We don't want to keep them in Atlanta. We're going to move them out to Winnipeg. Uh, so the team of the Winter, Winnipeg guys and the team left. So um, now I know it would be Atlanta's third team. I think that now more than ever, hockey is so strong in the South. You see a lot more kids coming out of Florida into the NHL. You've seen Tampa be able to put butts in the seats. Florida, the Panthers, they've never been able to put butts in the seats. They're, that that East Coast of Florida is a much different animal than the West Coast of Florida, in my honest opinion. Because um, the West Coast of Florida, everyone's from the North. Everybody wants to be there. Everyone's a hockey fan. And the Lightning have been good. That's also helped put some butts in the seats. But living in the South, everybody from the North is starting to come South. We have five or six different rinks in Atlanta that on any day you go to an adult drop in hockey, you need to call ahead just to be able to go play. We have a league here called the adult, the Atlanta Adult Amateur Hockey League or whatever it is. And that league, you literally have to try out for the league in order to play in the league. And they have over 500 people from the area who play in that league. So it's it just it's growing like crazy here. Um, I, I think Atlanta economy... Airport, great place to, to, to vacation to. Nick Nick loves it here when he comes. Um, and, and in the wintertime, the weather is very tolerable as opposed to the summertime. Um, but I do think that Atlanta could really hold up for another team. Again, you see what they've done for the Braves and what the city has done for the Braves. The city has also really done a really good job of embracing the Atlanta Hawks. And when you're bringing a bunch of people down from the north, guess what? When the Sabres come to town, when Boston comes to town, the Rangers, the Islanders, all those teams from the Northeast come down down to town, you're going to be able to put butts in the seats, no problem. So, Charlie, I have one important follow-up question. How was your tryout for the Atlanta Men's Hockey League? <laughs> so I tried to, like, take it so I could play in, like, a lower league. But, like, I don't want to say that I was, like, one of the better guys out there, not because I'm good, because everyone else was, like, really low-leveled. And I somehow got put in like the highest league with a bunch of young kids. And when I say young kids, like they were like 18 to 21 and I was the old man in the league. So right. you'll say I have, to, I have to retry out so that I can then now go down to the, the lower league where I belong with the old guys. <laughs> I'm trying to wait till I turn 35 to join the over 35 league. Mm-hmm. All right, Josh. So I'm, I'm Charlie. It's interesting to hear you talk about the growth of, of hockey in the South. And that's not something I would have, expected i went the opposite direction uh, i wanted to get as close as i could to the canadian border so i'm gonna go with green bay um really good uh region for hockey i'd say that's a huge excuse me hold on that is a huge curveball was not expecting anyone <laughs> to say any sports team with green bay hey not the biggest market but i mean they go nuts for the packers it's you want your grandkids to have Packers season tickets you got to sign up for them now uh so it's it's an area that's got a ton of passionate fans, even if no, if there's there's not a ton of them. If they can fill Lambeau, they can certainly fill an 18,000-seat uh, arena. Uh, but they're right on the Canadian border, uh, so they can draw some fans from that side as well. They are a little bit close to Minneapolis and Chicago, which gives Green them Bay's on the off. Canadian border? Pretty close. Not I mean, not exactly on it, but um, certainly drivable if you wanted to come um, from Canada to see a game. A little bit uh, of proximity to Chicago and Minneapolis kind of gives me pause there. Uh, might be sharing a few fans, but people in that part of the country go absolutely nuts for hockey. I mean, you've seen uh, – this is Minnesota, but the, the Minnesota 
high school hockey championships will set out sell out huge arenas. And I think Wisconsin is similar in that hockey culture. Uh, so I think uh, even though it's not the biggest, it's a community that's got enough passion to support a team. Green Bay. Interesting. Another off the board choice. I love hearing that. Um, all right, so we're, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like a snake draft. I got like my my two picks in a row here. Josh, I thought you were about to steal steal what I was gonna say, which is Hamilton, Ontario. Uh, cl- you're close, Charlie. Twenty second team in Toronto. Okay, there. Now we're talking. Ugh. Canada. Yeah. I cannot believe the NHL has not put more teams in Canada. To me, that is criminal. I know they want the, the U.S. advertising dollar in the TV market, whatever. I am so glad that you're not in Canada. charge of expansion for any of these sports leagues. Okay, NFL. first of all, don't first of all, don't act like I could do worse than the NHL already does. Okay, that's true. That's true. Second of all, that's are true. you are you kidding me right now? It's hockey. It's Canada. Put more teams in Canada. Period. That's Toronto, fine. Not in Toronto. Toronto should absolutely have a second team. Okay, and if you don't want to do that, you have Hamilton nearby. You have Quebec City. You have, I don't know. I know we talked about like the college football and maybe, maybe there's an analogy to like major junior hockey. It's not the same to me. Put another NHL team in Canada. I don't understand why this is so hard to do. A, a second Toronto team makes way too much sense to me. It needs to happen. It's, it's Look, a massive, massive city. New York has two. L- LA has two hockey teams. Toronto can't have two hockey teams. Are you kidding? I mean, LA, yeah, LA has two football teams. Yes, um, I don't know. I did to to me. I don't, as as a as a Sabres fan, I think Toronto makes more sense to me than Hamilton. Right, I'd be afraid of. We we know what the season tickets used to be for fans coming from Hamilton down to down to uh, to Buffalo. I don't know how that would affect them, but mm-hmm. Toronto makes sense. I mean, sure, you want to throw a second team in Toronto, great. Quebec obviously makes sense. Um, I know, I know you had two, Nick, but I have a question. I want to go mm-hmm. back to Josh's real quick? You talked about Green Bay and the proximity to Canada. What about putting a second team in Minneapolis? Why would you take Minneapolis before Toronto in Canada, a bigger city? What what is the NHL's goal right now? You, I understand that they're trying to grow the game, but where is their focus on growing the game lately? It's US. not growing the game in Canada; it's growing Southern the game US. in the U.S. So why not throw a second team in by far the largest hockey state in the country in in Minnesota? They can certainly support it. I think you run into the same problem we talked about, um, you know, in San Jose. Like if you if you got one team already, what makes you? want to leave that team and root for a different team. But, uh, yeah, they go nuts for hockey there. I think they can certainly support, too. All right, listen, you guys are wrong. If there's any, like, super rich owner listens to this or prospective owner listens to this for ideas, if you put a second team in Toronto, I will come work for you. We will get fans. I I can't – this makes so Traitor. much sense to me. It makes Traitor. so much sense to me. I thought you were going to say Hartford, but bring the Whalers back. I don't think Hartford – I mean, dude – is that is that your second pick? Was that your no no? I'm going way pick? way out the board for my second pick. Oh, uh, Hartford's got the money, and that's 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 what you kind of need. Um, all right, I'm gonna go totally crazy here. Several several excuse me years ago, there was an ESPN article about growing hockey and expansion, and and one of their ideas that they had, I have not been ever able to ever shake it, 
is that they said, you know, you have all these cities that don't have hockey. They have other teams. And this, is there 18,000, 20,000 hockey fans in these cities to come every night? No. But is there 10,000, 12,000? Yeah. So one, one of their ideas was hockey should majorly expand, be, the, be one league that goes big, bigger than 30, bigger than 30, like have 40 NHL teams. You, you dilute the talent a little bit, yeah. You get into more markets. You don't need a huge stadium. You can have a 10,000, 12,000-seat stadium, get hockey in more markets. Um, it's an interesting idea. To, you know, No sport has really done this. I mean, right now, hockey, I don't really, I don't really know what their long-term plan is, okay? Because they're kind of stagnating. You're seeing the NBA has gone from, like, you know, maybe a lo- little bit lower in American psyche. NBA is shooting up, okay? It's almost like past baseball for number two. Baseball still had hockey. Like, you know, Premier League, just in terms of television rights, Premier League rights cost more than the last hockey rights, like, Hockey is, is, in my opinion, kind of just, just coasting here. You got to start. They seem content with it. I don't know. More power to those good Canadian boys making all the calls there. I don't know what Gary Batman's like long-term plan is. I don't know what they're doing. Why not? I could see the – I'm not totally advocating for this. I could see the rationale. Why not try something? Go to 40 teams. Get in a bunch of these markets. Get more Canadian teams. Get a bunch of northern teams. Hartford, Quebec, whatever. Get more teams – in any market that loves hockey almost as much as these big major teams spread it out. Portland, Minnesota. sure. Minnesota, sure. Another, I don't know, Michigan. Col- I mean, Columbus already has a team. Yeah. The city used to have a team. Since let me ask I don't you, know. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Why are you going on? You talk about cities that love hockey. Cleveland. It's yeah. It's a city that we've been to, right? What about what, 10,000 people? What about mm-hmm. Omaha, Nebraska? Uh, okay. I I think Omaha has ten thousand fans. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I looked at Omaha actually for a baseball team. Um, they have was it? They got the thirty ninth largest uh, city in the U.S. So decent sized population. They host the College World Series every single year. Uh, so there's a ton of passion there for, for good baseball. I think they might be better for an MLB, um, MLB team. But, yeah, certainly for hockey as well. should be something that's considered. They're about three hours north of Kansas City. So they kind of got a, a, a kind of fill in a hole in that Midwest area as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the answer should be yes to everything. Salt Lake, hockey, yes. Portland, yes. Sacramento, why not? Albuquerque, why not? I mean, you're looking for to, to grow the game, like get the game in places. It's not. Hockey has such an amazing product, and I think that it just doesn't translate to TV somehow still. Like you go to hockey and you're like, wow, wow. And like that still doesn't come across well enough on TV. They got to try something. I'm not, I'm not advocating for this, but I could see down the, you know, if they were looking to try something, why not? Why not try that? That wouldn't be a bad move. I, I mean, I wouldn't hate it. Um, I, I do think the NHL needs to continue to expand, whether they move teams out of certain cities. You know, whether Winnipeg stays up in Winnipeg, I do think it's important for them to continue to grow the game up in Canada. Um, I don't know if Quebec would really support another team. I know Hartford is dying to get a team back. 
but I feel like that's a lot of teams are in the Northeast with, you know, the New Jersey, the New Jersey, the two New York team, the team in Boston, then if they're on the team also in Hartford, I feel like that's just a lot. Um, I, to, to me, again, Atlanta makes that still makes the most sense. To yeah, me. absolutely. You know, um, given Why population, Charlotte? given Charlotte also, but Charlotte, you also have, you don't forget you have a team in Raleigh, which is only about an hour away, you know, um, Atlanta but makes more sense to me than Charlotte. I don't know. I don't know. I just, hockey, the people, three of us on this call. Oklahoma City. Yes. Houston. Okay. Yes to all of it. Okay. It's like Bruce Almighty. You hit the three buttons on the keyboard. Yes to all. Hockey everywhere. Okay, then. I, like I, I don't think that's bad. I, I, I would agree with you guys on all of that and everything that was said. Um, the, the one thing that keeps popping up real quick, I know Nick's going to say yes, but Josh, your thoughts. Salt Lake City for a hockey team? I like it. I like it. I think, uh, you know, they can play in the Jazz Arena. Uh, so decent uh, infrastructure costs there. Um, Make but, it easy. Yeah, I think it's a cool city. They got the Olympic history there. Uh, I think it's a cool spot to have it. Absolutely. My last suggestion was going to be uh, the South Texas uh, two again, San Antonio and Austin. All the reasons we talked about earlier still apply. And the idea of, you know, a 110 degree June day walking into an ice rink to watch a Stanley Cup just sounds awesome. That'd be crazy, right? Like, you know, go to watch the uh, Dallas is a great town, and I think Dallas has done a really good job of supporting the stars there. Uh, you know, we know that they're big, big football nuts, you know, in Dallas, big sports nuts in general, uh, in Dallas as well. So I think anything that you can do down that way, I think would be huge. Um, one more Canadian team for you guys. I know Nick mentioned like Quebec City or something like that. Mm-hmm. What about Halifax? Wow, that's way out there. I know nothing about Halifax. <laughs> a little bit out there. A little bit yeah, out I mean, there. But yeah, it, you're drawing like, in that Quebec City crowd as well as some other people as well. I think that that'd be huge. That's an uh, interesting one. Okay, guys. Last league to get to, which I feel like it's going to be the shortest league for all of mm-hmm. us, given our knowledge of the league. Uh, the NBA. Anywhere you really want to see the NBA expand, other other than Las Vegas, and I think the obvious, mm-hmm. the other obvious one is Seattle. I mean, why don't we just talk about Buffalo? I thought it was a little bit interesting. I thought one of you guys was going to bring up Buffalo for baseball, and that, that didn't even come up. So talk to me about Buffalo in the NBA. Buffalo makes sense to me for baseball, by the way. I just didn't bring it up because it wouldn't be on, like, my number one spot where I'd see Major League Baseball going. If they really wanted to expand, then, yeah, baseball makes a ton of sense for the city of Buffalo. You saw how the fans turned out for the Blue Jays, and you see how, how passionate this fan base is when it's offseason for the Bills. Um, you know, it obviously switched right, switches right to Saber season. Well, when Saber season's over, fans got no one to cheer for except the Bison. So where do they go from there? Um, you give but no them... one cheers for the Bisons, by the way. You go well, there because it's something right. to do. Right. Well, exactly. But why would not do that for baseball? I feel like I feel like if the Bisons were a major league team, they may get more attendance. But I don't know. Um, so I had a similar thought about uh, expanding baseball to Buffalo, not in the sense of uh, necessarily an expansion team or moving one to Buffalo, but in the sense that the Blue Jays need to really expand their footprint here in Buffalo. So they already sank $5 million, uh back during the pandemic into Salem Field upgrades to make that kind of major league quality. Mm-hmm. Um, the money's already here. They have their, major league, their minor league team here, so you're seeing all the Blue Jays prospects come up through the system. 
there's a connection to the team here. We're, you know, an hour and a half, two hours away from them. And yet there's no outreach from the Blue Jays anywhere in this community. There's no billboards. There's no TV ads. There's nothing being done to attract Buffalo fans to be Blue Jays fans. I think if the Blue Jays came for one or two series a year, some throwaway series against, I don't know, the Mariners in July that no one really cares about if it's not in Toronto, have it in Buffalo. You know you'll pack the arena. And in doing so, you will tap into a huge market of fans that are kind of split right now between Cleveland, the Yankees, the Mets, the Red Sox, the Pirates a little bit, and Toronto. Make that your territory. So I think the Toronto Blue Jays not necessarily need to move, but need to really expand what they're doing here in Western New York. Do you think after, after seeing after seeing what they just did, how little they seem to care about playing here during the pandemic, do you really think that they're – that, that that's feasible or you're just saying that it would be nice if um i i think it'd be nice if and i think it'd be feasible i just don't think that they want to do it uh you could tell you know they wanted to stay in the uh dunedin in florida as long as they possibly could and they really only came to buffalo when it was a, a last resort option then as soon as they could get back to canada they were on the first bus out of here so uh as a buffalo fan and uh someone who could be swayed uh to come out and support their team i i've I uh, definitely picked up on that and was a little disappointed to see that they didn't make more of an effort uh, to reach out to fans here. I'll say this too. I think the only thing I'd say about Buffalo, I know you kind of have it in Pittsburgh a little bit, but would be the weather is still so unpredictable in April and May that, I mean, how many Mother's Days have we had in the past few years where there's snow in Buffalo, there's snow on the ground for Mother's Day. Unless they're going to build a dome somewhere, to put a baseball team, I don't know if weather-wise is going to work. I feel like you're looking at too many logistical issues. Or you have the team play a lot of the games on the road early on in the year just to get through that crappy weather. Um, but for, for an NBA team, I think Buffalo makes a lot of sense. You know, they had success here in the past. They moved out to California and did all their stuff. And uh, to, to me, Buffalo makes a lot of sense for an NBA team. Now, do I think the city could support it? I don't know. They do a fairly good job when NCAA tournament comes to town. You know, um, you know, we, we've seen Toronto do a pretty good job putting butts in the seats there. But I mean, outside of Toronto, what's the next closest team? The Knicks? Well, I guess Cleveland, the Cavaliers. But um, you know, I, I think Buffalo would make a fine town for a football, for for a, for an NBA team. I mean, there's nothing close. Uh, to Buffalo outside of Cleveland, Toronto. Buffalo's right in the middle there. You can maybe throw a team in Pittsburgh as well if they really wanted to. Um, but I think having a third team in the state of New York is wouldn't be something that, that New York State would say no to. Yeah, hey, so, sorry. Uh, my audio is different. My mic had an issue here. Uh, Buffalo, I don't know if they could support the NBA. I know that there's some people who want it. I just don't know that we have enough of a basketball culture here to support it. Even you looked at baseball and I know it's totally different being that the Jays were not our team, but Buffalo didn't sell out all the blue Jays games they had during the pandemic, which was a little surprising to me. So if it was not a public health emergency, if it was a team that was actually ours, if, if there was, you know, generations of fans in this could, could they support it maybe yeah it would be real cool um so i'm saying definitely no nba in, in buffalo not that i wouldn't like it i just don't think we could support it 
baseball would be better, but there's just so many games. Like it's hard. It's just hard. I don't know. Um, you mentioned, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I went to your point on basketball. I think you make a good point there as well about the city not being able to support it because basketball season runs with the NHL season. Yeah. And again, like we said, everyone's plugged into the bills during, during football season, football season ends. everyone's plugged into the Sabres, unless your basketball team is going to come in and be good right away. Mm-hmm. I don't see teams be, or people being like, oh, let me take another trip to downtown Buffalo in the middle of January um, <laughs> to go watch this yeah. crappy basketball team. They didn't want to go watch a crappy hockey team the last few years mm-hmm. to make the trip down there, and it's a hockey town. I, I, I still don't think that they're yeah. a, a hockey town over a football town right now, but mm-hmm. it's, it's a hockey town. I don't know if they would do that for Major League or for, for the NBA. Yeah, um, Pittsburgh was interesting to me. Pittsburgh uh, has probably more basketball interest mm-hmm. uh, than than Buffalo, um, but but you're, we're going to be bringing up a lot of the same cities here that are big cities that just don't happen to have a team. Should Nashville have an NBA team? No. What about Cincinnati no. or Columbus? What about? You know, I don't think you, you put another team in Ohio. I think the NBA, if they're looking to do anything, you need to expand into Canada. They have one Canadian team. You think more than Vegas, NBA Vegas? You throw it. I mean, dude, right now you could throw a Vegas could um, have all four sports. Absolutely. You could throw a professional pickleball team out in Vegas and it would sell out. They probably do. <laughs> I mean, right? Like, 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 let's be honest. Like, you throw anything in Vegas and people are going to clamor to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like Vegas is just the no brainer for every sport that you're going to throw out mm-hmm. there. But yeah, Vancouver could, you know, they lost their NBA team. Yeah, Vancouver wouldn't be bad. Um, I mean, and, and, and you said Nashville. I mean, you already have a team in Memphis that does fairly good. I don't That's know true. if I'm going to throw a team in Nashville. Um, I, I I just think Vancouver. I think you look at you know other NHL cities where you know up in Canada where 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 you could throw a a basketball team. Obviously, not Edmonton and Calgary. I don't think that makes makes any sense. But you know, uh, uh, when I'm in the capital in Ottawa, or or you throw a, an NBA team in Montreal, um, you what about know, Seattle, throw the Supersonics back in Seattle, man. I think Seattle deserves a team, and I I love that green and yellow. But I, I again, I don't know if I know the NBA is one of the top four, but I don't know if the growing popularity, like you look at hockey. You look at football, you look at baseball, right? I feel like those three sports are growing in popularity with the younger generation so much. Like hockey just, again, like I said, in the South, hockey's growing like crazy. That's not something you could say 10, 12 years ago. Do you really see basketball growing? I feel like basketball just kind of like plateaued for like the last 15, 20 years, and it's kind of just stayed the same. In Buffalo, you're saying? In, in general, like in, in the country. I feel like um, hockey is growing everywhere. I mean, look, hmm. Omaha has a college hockey team. Yeah. I mean, youth basketball is pretty high. I don't know how much you're going to see growth there, but I think the league of the, the NBA is probably the best run league of the big four. Like the league has right. certainly, certainly grown, has a ton of star power. I think the league is super attractive. So well, they have a competent commissioner, unlike the other three. Hey, I mean, so, so – has is basketball growing in terms of like youth participation? Maybe no, but like the league to me is certainly on the upswing. I think it's very attractive, and I think 
some of these big cities. If the NBA wanted to open for expansion, I think there'd be a lot of action. I think so. I mean, look, I, I think any, again, you go back to any city that wants to put a major league sports team in that A doesn't have one or B is trying to continue to grow. Um, I mean, you're throwing a pro team in, you're, you're most likely going to make money. But I think at the same time, it's got to be somewhere smart. One city we haven't mentioned for any sport, and I, I want to get your guys' thought before we before we wrap up here, um, is Orlando. We talked about tourist revenue in, in cities like Austin and cities like mm-hmm. Nashville, um, you know, cities like Vegas. What about Orlando? You got Disney there. Downtown Orlando used to be a, 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 a you know a spot to go to. Uh, when people live there or when people would go vacation there to Disney, um, they, they do fairly well supporting the magic. They throw their ECHL team in that same arena, do a fairly good job there. Um, their soccer team, um, you know, Nick, I know you went to a game up there years ago. A good they, time. they put in a pretty good attendance. They do a pretty good, uh, you know, game atmosphere in general. Do you see them maybe adding mm-hmm. a major league baseball team or adding a? Uh, I wouldn't say a hockey team. I don't know if hockey in Orlando would would make a ton of sense given Florida and 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 Tampa. But do you put a major league baseball team? Maybe you move the Rays from Tampa to Orlando. All right, that one sounds the most likely. I mean, it's so it's so close. Like Florida's not that wide. Every it's so close to everything else. So moving the Rays there as opposed to a new team there is interesting um the the thing that you know we've talked about nashville is oh there's there's all these people here the disney factor is real and you could absolutely you know i'm sure you as as a you know you have a you're a father of a young child and i know that you're from there but you could see how many dads who would Mm -hmm. say no to a a trip to disney would say yes if there was but sunday we can go to the game right you know um I like that a lot, actually. Now that you say it, I, I got. I do be honest with you. I was a little let down with like downtown Orlando as a straight up city, but I know that the population is there. My concern would be like proximity to other teams that are all over the state. Um, but even like baseball, the entire baseball world descends on Florida for a month and then they just leave, and it's you know it blows. Tampa is a perfect like. You know, demographic wise, that's what you would want for baseball. It's kind of crazy that they can't get it done over there. <laughs> and by the way, the team is good, like really good and fun, and they don't spend money, but they still stick it to the Yankees. And it's like the per- like that perfect like mm-hmm. fu like come support us kind of thing. Um, moving a team from Tampa is is where I would see that one. But you could you could talk me into football eight games a year, nine games a year. There's enough people with the Disney overlap. You could talk me into that. I think if you built the stadium, and Josh, I want your opinion on this, given your profession and, and, and all that you have said tonight. If you were to build the stadium, maybe not downtown where they have the soccer arena, not where the football – I'm sorry, not where the, the basketball arena is. Maybe build it more on the north side of town near Disney. Got to be know, near Disney, I think. You yeah. would, you, right, you would have to do something over there <laughs> where you're attracting the people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's that's the most important consideration is access. And can people from Disney get there? I know it's a pretty, it's a. I'm trying to remember back to fifth grade, but it's a pretty decent bus ride from the Orlando airport to you know to Magic Kingdom. So I don't know if you can get a stadium on that monorail line or something. 
but it's, it's got to be something that's e- easy for people to get to, uh, especially if they're taking a bus or some sort of Disney provided transit. But I, I, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it's certainly close enough that the Orlando kind of metro population can drive yeah. there. Uh, but given that, that, that Disney traffic, uh, which will be there, you know, year round in droves uh, is significant. Yeah. And I mean, in Orlando's, I mean, traffic already sucks in Orlando as it is when you get near Disney, but I think if you put the stadium in the right spot for a football team or a base or a baseball team, right? I, I think it's a no-brainer that Orlando it would be probably the next city in Florida where I put a team. But I'm with you, Nick. I think you would have to be moving a team from Tampa or a team from Miami to the Orlando area. It's Central Florida, big airport, um, easy in, easy out at the airport for people to to come in and, and watch their teams, and they do a damn good job in the spring bringing in fans to watch games. You know, and, and they do a good job bringing in baseball tournaments from around the country all year round, whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball tournaments, whatever the sport may be. They do a really good job of bringing people onto that Disney property um, and bringing in, bringing in fans from around the country. So I, I just feel like Orlando is somewhere that we didn't mention for any of the sports, but might make a little bit of sense. Yeah. I just wonder, I mean, I feel like the Rays and the Marlins both struggle in terms of mm-hmm. attendance. And that, mm-hmm. that could just be you know, poor management on, on both their ends. But I, I, it's made me wonder if there's something larger within Florida that just, whether it's the weather, or whatever it is, that makes it not conducive to a pro team. And it seems weird because they have such a strong kind of high school baseball, youth baseball culture that you would think they'd be a, a natural fit. But for whatever reason, those two franchises have not taken off. So I, I just, I wonder if any of those factors would hinder it in, in Orlando as well. I'd say this about the Rays. I don't know much about the, you know, the Marlins. I've never been to a Marlins game, but with the Rays, it's so far out of the city of Tampa that it's a pain in the butt to get there. If they were to build that arena uh, or that stadium down where, like, say, where the Tampa Bay Yankees play, where the minor league team plays, I think that you draw a, a totally different crowd. Or, or, you know, right where the Buck Stadium is, it's all in that same corridor. If you were to put something over there, I think it would completely change what they're doing. Um, you know, and, and, and what the outlook of um, of the race would look. However, I don't know now if they were to move them now, if the team, if the fans would even care. They're one of the hottest teams in baseball right now, and they've been great for the last few years. But would the fans finally buy into them? I don't know if it's too late. As far as the Marlins go, they just haven't had a good team in, in how long and can't put butts in the seats because they've sucked for forever. And like I said before, the East Coast, they don't do a really good job supporting the Panthers even when they're good. They don't do a great job supporting the Dolphins when they're good. Dolphins fans, yeah, they show up to games, but the number of games that I have been to, 90, okay, maybe 90 is a a reach, but 50-plus percent of that stadium is away fans. You know, they're what the away fans is what's keeping the Dolphins in Miami, in my opinion. And if away fans were to stop going to games – I don't know how long the Dolphins could last in Miami. Um, and then obviously, like I said, the Panthers aren't, aren't doing great and the Marlins don't do great. So maybe it's just as simple as moving a team out of Miami and seeing that they can thrive elsewhere. But with all of that said, guys, Nick, do you want to give a shout out to the sponsor? I do. I got one quick question, both Ooh. you guys, before we end up okay. here. I want, I want uh, two answers from both of you. Number one, is an outside the box. I want to hear a city that has not yet been mentioned on this podcast. Any sport, pick a city. Doesn't even have to be realistic. A city that would be fun to have a team. And then number two, I want you to tell me 
in Buffalo, any sport, any league, something realistic, what next level sport should Buffalo add? Or would you like to see come to Buffalo? Josh, you're the guest. I'll let you go first. Sure, I'll take it first. Mostly because um, I need time to think. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, one city we've not talked about today. It's in a pretty cool region. Um, I'd probably put either baseball or basketball here. But this is – I'm looking at the Norfolk, uh, Virginia Beach, Newport News area uh, of Virginia. Kind of sandwiched in between D.C. and uh, the Carolinas. So you might have a little bit of competition there. Sure. But um, growing market for sure. You're right on the beach. you got a little bit of tourist pull there. Um, I think it's just a, a cool community that could support uh, a pro team. They've supported their college teams well, and I think it's worth consideration. For, yeah, I think basketball or uh, baseball would be a good fit there. Um, for Buffalo, this is definitely biased just because it's what I'd like to see the most, but uh, baseball in Buffalo would be awesome. I think uh, they can certainly move that 190 on-ramp, build out that outfield on Salem Field, uh, add, bring that up to a major league capacity, maybe add a third deck onto the row there. Um, but I think I would have no problem uh, putting on my winter coat and sitting out there for 162 games. I think I'd, you know, I'd, I'd give serious consideration to season tickets if we had a pro team here in Buffalo. Um, I think there's certainly enough of a fan base to, to support it, uh, even if it's not the Yankees revenue or something like that. It's just something I'd love to see. Okay. Um, you know, one city that we haven't mentioned, they already have a, a football team there, is the city of Baltimore. Uh, you know, they do a great sports uh, – they, you know, they're a great sports town. They've, they've really come around and supported the Orioles for how, however long they've been, they've been bad for, which seems like it's been a lifetime. Uh, they also do a really good job supporting the Ravens. I think you put a basketball team in Baltimore, um, I, I think it would thrive in Baltimore for a basketball team. And then one other city that I was thinking of, um, you know, also for a basketball team, not for nothing. I think it'd just be fun as hell. Throw a basketball team in, in Honolulu. <laughs> the flights might suck, but, you know, talk about home field, home court advantage for an entire, uh, you know, an entire season. Like, it just would never end out there in Honolulu for them. So I think that just makes too much sense. And then, um, you know, for hockey, I, I just think because we had so much fun out there, Nick, and I think that it's it's a very underrated town. And I, I, I think with the success of their college hockey team is Omaha, Nebraska. I think Omaha would be a really cool place for an NHL team. All right. What, uh, what team do you want to see in Buffalo? Josh? He said he said baseball. Baseball okay. in Buffalo. I, I was I, hoping for for like an outside the box kind of league, but whatever you got. So not definitely not NBA. I think we 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 kind of threw that NBA thought out the window. What if they put a Canadian football team in Buffalo? The first US Canadian football team. Runs off season of the NFL, you know. Give teams something, give fans something to go do on on non Bills games, and you don't have to worry about the rooting interest between the Bills and the you know the other teams. Close enough to Canada, I, I think it would be something fun. First U.S. team in the in the CFL. That that's an interesting take that I've never thought of. Uh, I would say if you were you bring, outside the box, man, I gave you outside. Yeah, the box. okay. If you were going to bring a Canadian league team to Buffalo, why not the OHL, Major Junior Hockey? Ooh. You have Erie PA. Way outside the box. 
uh, I mean, you have a ton of teams. I mean, Niagara, Ontario has a team, and no one cares about it. But, uh, like, youth hockey is huge in Buffalo, and I yeah. wonder if, if there was a way to, you know, put it on Sabres off nights or something and kind of grow that area. I do miss I do miss uh, arena football. Rest, rest in peace. It would be cool to have major soccer in Buffalo. I don't know that we could support it yet. Not without a dome. <laughs> I mean, hey, they're they're saying they're saying it could happen. Uh, soccer at, at the new football stadium. I don't know. Um, I don't know that we can support that yet, really. But it would sure would be cool. Arena football would be fun. What about? I don't know if it's even still around. Remember the indoor soccer league, the Buffalo Blizzard? Yeah, good times. That was fun. That was fun. Good times. I, I, last one I'll throw out. Last one I'll throw out is NASCAR. I think. Uh, yeah, I mean. New- yeah. Something unique. It's you know you're not going to have 82 games a year in a NASCAR mm-hmm. stadium, but when that one comes, people flock to it, and people flock to Watkins yeah. Glen. It's just a huge year. thing to have. I mean, Watkins Glen has stuff every single weekend. You only hear about it once a year, but it's like right. kind of it's a big investment to only really go big like once a year. Knock down Darien Lake, build a NASCAR track out there. You have a great concert yeah. venue. You have a track. You have things you could do out there. You could throw college football games out there on the you know, on the infield if you wanted to. I think there's a lot of potential there. I think that's a great idea. And now, hey, the, the PGA is coming to Rochester. I mean, they do come to Rochester. They do a really good job in Rochester. I will say, as a golfer, there's no courses in Buffalo that I feel like I'd see the PGA ever play at. No, and I don't really know. Like, like Oak Hill's incredible. Couple. Yeah, Oak Hill's great. Like the public puts up for a football stadium, but the public put up for a golf course. I mean, golf golf is big here, but there there's a lot of golf. I don't I don't really know how that works. One thing too, um, I would like to see like a major college sports team in mm, Buffalo. Right? That's a good like, good call. You know, call. people talk. I, I'm a Gators fan because of you know who I married and things like that. But like people talk to me all the time, how are you an NFL fan and not a college football fan? I didn't really grow up around college football. It wasn't something that we were interested in. But hell, you put like I said before, you put the Buffalo Bulls in a, uh, you know, the pe- the Big Ten or the ACC. You damn well believe I'm going to be a you know Buffalo Bulls fan or whatever college team you want to be, Canisius, whoever. Like I, I I I would like a big college program in Buffalo. Yeah. All right. Have we mentioned Louisville, Kentucky on this pod? No, but I'm not doing anything uh, out there other than horse racing. No, okay. Ta- baseball, Louisville, they have a triple A team. They have Louisville Slugger there. I feel like you have the culture that could maybe work. Uh, and I do I do just have to throw out uh, Boise, Idaho. Mm-hmm. It's a city on the rise. Ton of money is city on the rise in terms of pop- the population growth is just a fact, Josh. You can't roll your eyes at me through this screen. Um <laughs> Uh, did my girlfriend used to work there? Yeah. Do I hear about it? All the time? Yeah. I, it's still too small at this point. The population. No, another is, place. Another place that Nick visited. Listen, the population is going up and up and up, and more importantly for this discussion, like the money in that city is is a lot, uh, is high. So that's kind of what it takes. Uh, that that one maybe you know in in, in twenty forty five we start talking about the Bills lease again. Maybe Boise would be. Uh, a contender out there, but I hate Louisville. That that that's my real pick. Hey, listen, Louisville Slugger based there. They should have the culture. It could work. Move a little League World Series there first, and let's see how it does. I hate the Little League World Series. D- dumb, dumb question. 
and then I know we're we're, we're kind of like way over time. Uh, if you if you're still listening to us, thank you. Right, but one one more question, uh, just because I I really like this topic that we that we're talking about. Um, would you think a second major league baseball team in like a city like Atlanta, for example, would work? Uh, that is interesting to me. So it's interesting. Like, so New York and LA have two of everything, right? Uh, Chicago has one hockey team, one football team, one bat, two baseball teams. Um, yeah, I've wondered about, I mean, you, you are, if you're telling me Toronto can't have two hockey teams, I don't know why anyone else should have two anythings. Uh, but could it work? I don't know. Like, like being a Braves fan is so entrenched in uh-huh. Atlanta culture. And the, I mean, that goes back generations from TV, literally, you know, TV Turner having the rights and this is all that was on TV. And it's such a thing, you know, hip hop culture, wearing a Braves hat, like, like that, that is Atlanta. So that would be a tough competitor for me, but I, I always think, yeah, I mean, if you got these huge populations, why not try to put two teams in these markets. Josh, your thoughts? Same as Nick. I'm with Nick on that. It's, uh, <laughs> but um, no, I think this. Did I hear that you're with me on a second hockey team in Toronto? Is that what you're with me on? Look, my I'm only with thing you. with that, Nick, is don't put second team in Toronto because I, I don't want to hurt anything that's going on with the Sabres. I hear you. Agreed. Too close for comfort. Exactly. Too close for comfort. Exactly. Last thing I'll throw out there, love to see a Winter Olympics in Buffalo, Ellicottville. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Adirondacks, man. Lake Placid 2.0? Like, uh, like a Buffalo, Saranac? I don't know. I wouldn't mind, you know, I, I always like seeing the World Juniors come to Buffalo. I always feel like that's always exciting to see. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe some more outdoor hockey games in Buffalo is always always mm-hmm. good. Um, I I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, something to do with soccer. I think Major League Soccer is picking up pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Major League yeah. Soccer in Buffalo would be exciting. Um, yeah, we, ha- we have women's hockey already. Like the WNBA seems like you kind of need more of a basketball market for that to work. So maybe – you know, it doesn't work out well in Atlanta. I don't know how it worked in Buffalo, I will say. Mm-hmm. But, um, no, guys, that was a lot of fun. Uh, appreciate everyone sticking with us and, and being patient with us tonight. I know we, we did a lot of talking, a lot of chit chatting, but, uh, you know, we wanted to have a little bit of fun during this offseason. I know that uh, draft is coming up next week. We're going to try to get a draft episode out to everybody um, next week before the draft and obviously the following week. Uh, we'll probably have no episode because we'll be watching watching the draft. Um, but, hey, why not? Go Bills. Nick, uh, anything before we, before we head out? Hey, thank you, Josh, for coming on the podcast, staying for an hour and 46 minutes. I really appreciate that. I'm sure you got better stuff to do than talk to two schmoes here. Shout out to our sponsor, Ethos Performance Rehab. You want to feel better, play better, perform better, feel better afterward, hit up Ethos. Tell them the process sent you. Charlie, thank you. And listen, seriously, thanks for staying with this podcast the entire time. I know it's a long time. Maybe you put it on in the car, listen to it over the course of a week. Uh, if you're still one listening, month. we didn't we didn't bore you, so appreciate that. Yeah, one more thing too. Uh, shout out to Craig Anderson, who I'm sure listens to the podcast. Uh, shout out to Craig Anderson on his final victory. It sounds like he is retiring at the end of the year. Uh, so one more one more dub for for Craig Anderson on his way out the door. So. Um, we will definitely talk Sabres season, the end of the season at some point during the Bills offseason. But 
we'll get to that later. Uh, appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Appreciate everybody sticking with us. Josh, thank you so much for coming on. You are always welcome to come back on the podcast. Uh, you can follow Nick on Twitter at Nick Veronica. Follow me on Twitter at Chawit68. Follow the Process Podcast on Twitter at the underscore Process Pod. Uh, most importantly, folks, remember to always trust the process. <laughs>